Hello, thank you for tuning in to another episode with your girl, Sincerely Shatasia. So for this episode, I want to talk about can a Christian lose their salvation? This question has been asked so many times um, by so many different people. And I think that when you reach a certain um, point in your journey, in your relationship with Christ, that the enemy comes in and tries to discourage you or cause you to doubt your salvation because maybe your lifestyle is not lighting up according to um, as Jesus, you know, lived and according to what the Bible says. So I believe, you know, a lot of people, myself included, have reached or will reach a point in their um, journey that they will question their salvation, maybe because they're still dealing with a sin that they just can't shake, or, you know, they're comparing their um, salvation journey to someone else's. So I want to talk about this because I feel like this will definitely help a lot of people who find themselves struggling and not quite understanding, hey, am I saved or, you know, am I not? So first you have to understand that a Christian is someone who truly and only trusts in Jesus and believes in their heart that he is their Lord and Savior of their life. And once you believe that, you possess the Holy Spirit. You become a new creation. New creation meaning you are um, new spiritually. So you still have obviously your same body, um, but spiritually you are new. So you have a new spirit within you because the Holy Spirit cannot communicate with your old spirit. So God gives you a new spirit. That's why he says you're a new creation. We have the same body. But yet, spiritually, we are renewed. So when people think, oh, I believe in Jesus, I gave my life to Christ, and but here I am so struggling, it's because the spirit that you have now and the Holy Spirit are connected. The Bible talks about one who is um, joined with Christ is one spirit, right? So that spirit and your flesh that you still have, because clearly you still have the same body, right? That hasn't changed. Your fleshly desires and things that you want to fulfill, your flesh has not changed. That's why they say, you know, it's always a war between flesh and spirit because the new spirit and your flesh that you're living in is constantly battling because one wants holiness, the other one wants carnality. Now, what does the Bible talk about salvation? As I just mentioned, 2 Corinthians 5 tells us about we become a new creation. That means we become new spiritually, but we still have this old man. We still are going to fight and battle sin. We are redeemed. 1 Peter 1, 18 through 19 talks about that we have been redeemed and it cannot be unpurchased. Jesus redeemed us by dying on the cross for our sins. He paid the eternal penalty for our sins. Not meaning that we're not going to still sin, but we couldn't pay it. We couldn't redeem it. We couldn't 
satisfy our spiritual sin debt by living by the law of Moses. That's why he said, you know, the law, the letter um, killeth and the spirit gives life. Because you keep in a set of rules, you're always going to find yourself falling short every single time because you simply can't live out 613 commandments, let alone combining them down to 10, combining them down to two. So you have to always realize that, hey, I need Jesus. I need the Holy Spirit. I need God to lead me in every direction of my life because me relying on myself, me relying on a set of rules is always going to show me that I'm unqualified, I'm evil, you know, or whatever it may reveal to you, it's always going to show you that you just simply can't live the life according to some commandments. Now, the commandments are not to just be done away with, but we're not under the law of Moses no more. And some people live their life as if they have to follow these set of rules, but yet the rules are just principles for us to go by so that way we can apply them and practice them and perform them in the New Testament because we are not under the old covenant. We're under the new covenant. We're not under the law of Moses. We're under the law of grace through Christ, through the Holy Spirit. So that way we are redeemed from that. And a lot of people find themselves struggling and questioning their salvation simply because they're trying to keep a set of rules that have already been fulfilled when Jesus died on the cross. Why are we continue trying to keep a set of rules that Jesus already did away with in a sense that we're no longer going to continue to, um, what, what's the word I'm trying to say, but we're no longer going to continue to, um, sacrifice ourself when Jesus basically already sacrificed himself to redeem us from the law of Moses because we simply couldn't keep it. They couldn't keep it and we surely can't. So we are justified, you know, we are declared righteous. So a Christian also has to remember that you have been promised eternal life. It cannot be temporary. Once you truly believe and accept Jesus in your life and believe that he is the son of God in your heart, that he is your Lord and your savior, savior, excuse me, you are saved. It's simply accepting that. Some people say like, okay, you know what? I'm not accepting Jesus. So you can reject Jesus. You can reject salvation, but you can't lose it. Salvation is a gift. And a lot of people don't understand that when salvation is a gift, you can't lose something that was not, um, that you didn't purchase. It's a gift. It's given to you. Just like if you think about like think about it like this. So Christmas, we just had Christmas last month, right? So many of you probably bought things for other people. It was a gift. You gave it to them. Now they can either accept it or reject it, but they can't lose it because they didn't purchase it. They don't have the receipt. They didn't pay for it. So they can't lose something they didn't purchase in that aspect. But they can accept your gift or they can reject it. We're also, as a Christian, we're marked by God and so with the Holy Spirit, as I mentioned, by faith. This is something that happens. So whenever you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and whenever you welcome him into your life and let him take control and you submit to his will and his way and allow the Holy Spirit to 
um, comfort you and challenge you and correct you and talk to you and train you and and lead you and teach you. You know, these are the works of the Holy Spirit that work with our spirit, our new spirit, because our new spirit is going to be able to submit to the Holy Spirit. Our old spirit was only filled with evilness and wickedness and things that con were contrary to the word of God. When you're when you're a Christian, you're guaranteed glorification. So I'm going to pull up a scripture about glorification. So just a second here. Um, Romans 8. 30. So let me go there. Yes, I love the Bible app. Thank you. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Romans 8. What did I say? 30. Okay, so Romans 8, 30, I'm reading out of the ESV, and it says, and those who he predestined, he also called, and those whom he called, he also justified, and those whom he justified, he also glorified. So whenever God predestines you, when you're predestined, that means he already created you before you were created. He already knew who you were going to be, who your parents were. Your life was already written before it actually even was in fulfillment. So he called you. I think of it like this. When I think of God predestining me, that means he thought of me in his mind before he actually spoke me into an existence, before he actually formed me. So being predestined is God already, you were already a part of him before he actually separated you from him, meaning making you into a being, if that makes sense. So you can't simply lose that because <laughs> that's something that God has already created, whether you accept it or not. It's something that God has already done. You can't be separated from God. You know, the Bible tells us that in Romans eight thirty-eight verses 9. Um, and I'll read that to you. For I am sure that either neither life or death, nor angels or rulers, or nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So God's love overrides your feelings, overrides your faith, overrides your failures, your flaws, your mistakes, your haters. Anything that you want to think of the enemy, he overrides all of that by his love. His love is greater than anything that he created. So therefore, you can't lose something that God has already, um, he is, you know, God is love. So you can't separate yourself from God. Even David talks about, you know, wherever he goes, God is with him. If he's he makes his bed in hell, he's there. If he is in the mountain, he's there. If he's in a valley, he's there. God is always present no matter where you are. So just to make this clear, if I haven't made it clear, a Christian cannot lose salvation because salvation is a gift. However, a Christian um, who has accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior, period, and you're not um, doubting that he is a son of God, you're you're secure. However, there are people who have rejected Jesus and, you know, that's fine, I guess, for them. 
But, you know, at the end, it's going to be said because you're going to go to hell. I mean, if you reject Jesus, automatically going to hell. There's no, you can believe in God all you want to, but salvation is not through God. Salvation is through Jesus. That's why Romans, excuse me, um, John 3.16 says that for whoever believes in my son has eternal life. You have to believe in his son. Who is his son? Jesus. Jesus is God, but Jesus is a representation of God in the human form because God is too big for him to come down to earth as his actual person. He'll destroy us. <laughs> so we can't think of it as in our finite minds with our own intellect and our human understanding and human wisdom. We have to think of it spiritually. So can people lose their salvation? No. Can people reject salvation? Absolutely. Like I said, salvation is a gift from God and God's gifts are irrevocable. Romans eleven twenty nine says that God cannot lie. Therefore, God can not renege on his word. Now, two things that are common objectives whenever we think of losing our salvation as Christians who live a sinful life or unrepentant lifestyle, anyone who calls himself a Christian is spiritually born again. A true Christian does not live a lifestyle that is continue, continually unrepentant sin. Another thing is um, people will say, well, what about Christians who reject faith and deny Jesus? You're not a Christian if you reject faith or deny Jesus. You can't be a Christian. There's these new age Jesus believers or Christian believers, whatever they call themselves, and they say, well, not Jesus, because I'm like, you can't really say you're a new age or like this new age Christianity, I would say. And it's basically saying you don't have to believe in Jesus. Anyone who departs from the faith never demonstrated and they never will truly be a Christian. They have been religious. You can grow up religious. Like a lot of people say, I grew up in a church and, you know, it wasn't something for me or I used to be a Christian. No, you was never a Christian because a person who actually has an interaction with Jesus, when you inter when you in have an interaction and an in encounterment with Jesus, you can't simply walk away from that. When God does the supernatural in this natural body, you can't say, oh, I reject that. There's no way you can reject that when God shows who he is. He can show people angels. He can show people demons. He can show people so many different types of things. And and then some people will say, you know, oh, you know, that's not real or whatever. There's no way if a person says they see an angel or a demon or they have some type of supernatural experience that you simply can reject Jesus after that. If I mean, like, I, that's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I think people who think like that are completely fools. Yeah, I said it. You're a fool because there's no way that you can actually enter counter with um, a super spiritual being and simply say he's not real. Even Jude 24, um, verse, verses 24 and 25 emphasizes the goodness and faithfulness of Jesus. A Christian who lose, quote unquote, salvation means God would have to erase the mark withdraw the spirit the holy spirit withdraw the holy spirit cancel the deposit of jesus sacrifice break his promise revoke the guarantee keep his inheritance forgo the praise and lessen his glory all of these which is impossible and not of god and does not represent anything 
or even goes against everything in the Bible that tells us about salvation. God does not renege. We do. He's not going to say, oh, I changed my mind. Y'all can't have salvation. It's a done deal. It was done before Jesus was even sent to earth. It was already predestined. So, no in a coffin. A Christian cannot lose their salvation because salvation is a gift. However, a person can reject salvation. You're not a Christian if you have not received Christ. You are not a Christian if you have not received Christ Jesus, the Lord and Savior of all our lives. Stay blessed. Shalom.